0: there. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Crazy Random Cool. I have Nafresha in the house. Hey. And we are going to get into a really interesting topic. Well, it's interesting to me, at least. It's about finding a new job and how it kind of feels like dating. What do you think?
1: Oh, it's absolutely like dating.
0: Yeah. You know, I had a girlfriend that was talking about the difficulty of finding a new job. And I was trying to give her an advice. I was trying to give her advice on, you know, how to do it, how to approach it, how not to be super anxious. And I was like, this kind of seems the same, It'd like the same advice I give my friends about dating. So I thought, yeah, let's talk about this.
1: Yes, I think they are so much alike. And it's so funny because in a lot of ways they are both like whole jobs, like it's a job to date and it's a job to look for a job. It really
0: is. It's definitely a job. To look for a man Mm -hmm. like that's why I think that's why people say don't look let it find you right because if you're actually looking it's (laughs) such a job. Okay so I made a list of some of the comparisons that I think are the same and we're going to just kind of get into this. One of the first things I had is that first
1: impressions mean everything. What do you think? Absolutely you only get one chance to make a first impression and when it comes to dates and when it comes to that first job interview it's everything you know you gotta you gotta go in there focused with solid intention you know with the right outfit with the right look all of that it's all very important
0: okay so here's a really funny thing about that I am when I have decided now like when I go out on dates that I'm just I'm not even gonna like do the whole thing you know before I was like oh let me get my nails done let me get my hair done but I'm like you know Eventually, he's going to see me for what I am. So, I mean, I'm not saying I don't make an effort at all, but I'm like, okay, I'm just going to try my best to be as close to my real self, the best version of my real self as I can be, right? So, I'm wondering if if we should start doing that with jobs. Like, how uncool is it that you have to go wear a suit, a $200 Ann Taylor suit, that you know
1: you're never going to wear once you get the job? Right. (laughs) Right. Now, that's one thing I do not recommend. I'm with you in that, yes, you you make that first impression, but you want it to be in alignment with how you actually show up. I think that's so important, not just in looking for jobs, but looking for dating, right? So like, I don't go too crazy on the makeup. I don't go too crazy on the outfit in either scenario. You know, it's it's about, you know, I'll, I'll dress up. I'll look nice. I'll look presentable. but it's not necessarily the best move to be super over the top because like you said, you know, once you get the job, I'm not showing up in Ann Taylor suit, you know, every day, right?
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, think about like old school, like the things your parents used to tell you like, oh, make sure you wear only pink nail polish or nude Mm -hmm. and wear small earrings and like all that. And you're like, you know what? When I get this job, I'm gonna show up every day in these hoop earrings that I wear. So, I mean, I don't know, like part of you, you want to do what you have to do to get the job, but I mean, you kind of got to keep it real too. A little bit.
1: And I think, you know, it's especially unique as black women because there is just a certain level of like having to tone down who we authentically are so that we don't come off as, you know, a certain way, right? Whether we're, we're too forward or too bold or too, you know, hoop earring ish, Um, (laughs) you know, it's like certain things, just like in the dating world, certain things you kind of want to like wait until you, until they have the buy-in until they get you. Yeah. Um, And then certain things you want to be your, your authentic self from the jump. You know, it's like finding that balance. It's a hard balance to find.
0: Yeah, which is a good place to transition into my my next thing on my list is you always feel like you have to bring your A game. And I was wondering, you know, what does that really mean to bring your A game?
1: I think it means to show up confidently as the best version of yourself for that match. Yes. Specifically. Right. Because if, if I think of like when someone says bring your A game, I think about sports and if you're playing a certain team that has a really strong defense, well, then you need to show up more on the offense, right? Yeah. Where if you play a team that has fantastic offense, you got to lean in more to that defense. And I think it's the same kind of concept when it comes to looking for certain types of jobs. You know, that's where research, doing your research ahead of time comes into play. You know, knowing a little bit about the, the company and how you want to show up you know, at that high level, that best version of yourself in that environment.
0: You know, I agree. That's a really good point because I feel like bringing your A game means if you're applying for a design position, you don't show up talking about like your sorority in college and all this other stuff. You talk about your design work. You talk about how you've been successful in it and why you're passionate about it. So it's like, You got to be on point as far as what you're talking about, what, you know, and just kind of maybe drive the conversation. Mm -hmm. Then that makes you seem bossy, right? So,
1: (laughs) yeah, you know, but at the same time, yes, there is, there is that, but it's so important to, to show off your passion, you know, your passion for the field that you're wanting to get into the passion for your skill set, and your passion for wanting to make the company better because you're in it, you know? Yeah. And so I think that's all good. You know, you're like, I'm here. That's yeah. all you need. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: I'm going to change your life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my next point is you're looking for the perfect fit. Maybe perfect is like, maybe that's not the word to use, but you're looking for something that makes you feel good, right? Because you got to go to your job at minimum eight hours a freaking day. At minimum these days, right? Yeah. So, you know you want it to be something that you kind of enjoy at least and a place that you enjoy the people that you work with mm-hmm. maybe
1: i mean it's all <laughs> it's all so important and i think you know that we're all wired differently right but i know for me like i cannot function if i don't enjoy the people i work with and i don't enjoy the job i do if either of those things are off i'm out you know yeah and and so that is of the utmost to me, importance to me, whereas some people really appreciate a job where they can kind of like show up, it's, it, they can zone out, it's not a big deal, and they put more time and energy and focus into their relationships and their family outside of work. And so, you know, we're all, we're all kind of wired different, but, you know, ideally, right, like you said, if we're spending eight to 12 hours a day at a job, we should, we should enjoy it, you know? Yeah.
0: I mean, it should be it should feel good to go there. Yeah. shouldn't be like miserable. You're like, damn, I got to go to this job, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: I mean, although it doesn't necessarily have to be. I mean, the perfect fit would be ideal. Right. Especially in a relationship. You're like, I like this kind of music. He likes this kind of music. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, if you can get that in a job, that's ideal, too.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: OK, so here's here's my favorite one. when you have to talk about yourself, when they're like, tell me about yourself, you know, it's like, what do I say? Like, where do I start? You know, I mean, if you've lived a long life and you've done lots of stuff, it's like, just tell me what you want to know.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Firstly, that is like the, if anybody ever asks that, on a date. That's like a solid yellow flag. Like you couldn't think of any better questions to ask me than tell me about yourself. Like, I know. <laughs> what? come on, you know? Um, and I feel like in a way, that's also kind of a lazy question to ask in a job interview as well, because yeah. it's like, if you are as an employer, you know, I've been an employee and an employer as an employer, you know, at the end of the day, what's most important to me? It's how can you make my life easier? How can you make my company better? You know what I mean? So yeah. to say, tell me about yourself is an epic waste of time. Because th- t- if we're being real honest, I don't care.
0: Yeah. Well, see, okay. So it's my personal opinion. When people ask you that question, either they want to know what you choose to talk about yourself about, mm-hmm. or, or I don't know what the other one is. Because basically like they know what they want to know. Yeah. So it's like, why don't you just ask me? what you want to know. Yeah. Like, it, it's funny when, so sometimes, you know, when you start talking to somebody on a date, you're like, okay, so I want to know about you, you know? And they're like, I just broke up with somebody. I did this. I did that. And you're like, <laughs> no, I want to know, you know, do you give your mom gifts for mother's right, day? Like, right. are you like a patient person? Like, who are you? Yeah. I don't want like your stats and your resume. I want to mm-hmm. know you. Right. So, yeah, I think we know what we're looking for. So now, you know, I always we actually did a podcast about that. But um, there's specific questions I ask because I know what I want to know. So it's just so weird when I go on a job and they're like, "Okay, tell us about you. And you're like, do I start with college? Do I start? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Tell me. Tell me what? Like, what do you want to know? Yeah. Like, let's pinpoint a time in my life that you're trying to talk about. Okay. So my next point was you can't hurry love because shit seems to be going really slow. (laughs) Like dating wise and job wise.
1: Yeah. Nobody's in a rush. I'm telling you. It's it's one of those things where, you know, honestly, I feel like if you're doing things right as a company. You should be in a position to be able to take your time and find the right person for the role, right? Yeah, because you know at the end of the day you you take on the wrong person and you've just Gotten a very very small return on your investment. It costs a lot of money to hire uh, to, to train people It costs a lot of money to you know get them in into the company and to be a good fit And, and it's so, exhausting and if it's, they're not a good exactly, fit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so it only makes sense to take your time. But obviously, if you're on the other side of that, you know, and you really like someone, right? They seem cool, like a potential employer. They seem cool. You seem like you like the company. You may want to rush into things. But, you know, it's good as an employee to, to slow down as well and really feel out the vibe and not want to jump into an environment just because you need a job. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. You know, that's interesting that you say that because I I have that problem, right? Like I'm always doing like 800 million things and people are always waiting for me to get back to them. Mm -hmm. And I know they must be thinking, what is she doing? Like, why can't she just send a text message or send an email or whatever? And so I have to imagine it's the same way, like when you're looking for a job, it's like it's been three days, like. How many people need to talk? How many people need to look at my file? Like mm-hmm. what is going on and why can't they make a phone call? You yeah. know, yeah. but that's, you know, that's a good point, too, because that's where, you know, in both dating and in a job interview is where communication comes into play. Like, I love it when somebody's like, OK, well. We're going to talk to this person. We're going to interview this person. We're going to do this. And we'll probably give you a call around Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. So if they don't call on Tuesday, you're still like, they said probably. And and you understand how many things they have going on. So Mm -hmm. you're like, it might be Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And you're good with that. And you're chill. But like, if they say nothing and Monday comes and Tuesday comes
1: and it's crickets, you're like, hello. Yes. (laughs) You know, I feel like. Again, kind of being on the other side of it, right? Kind of like what you were saying about being busy and having things going on. I feel like as an employer, like you have the upper hand, period. You know what I mean? And so on one hand, like, yes, it's great and wonderful and considerate to be like, let me give you the heads up. Let me let you know what's going on. But they don't necessarily owe the potential employees that because we all want the job. And so, yeah, I tend to when I look for jobs, kind of remove myself from that expectation of like wanting to hear back and needing to hear back. It's a little different in dating, right? Because you're both on the same plane, right? Like you're both trying to feel each other out. But when, you know, when it comes to employers that, you know, they got the upper hand. And so you kind of have to, like I said, I just kind of detach myself from that situation and and just trust in the universe. Like, listen, if this is meant to be, I'm going to hear back from them. And sometimes people, you know, they may, you might not be the best fit at that time, but you may get an email a year later. You know what I mean? That's true. And so you just never know. But I know it is hard, that waiting game, right?
0: Yeah. And it's like. Especially when you think you found the one, right? Mm. You're like, I love this place, it's a good commute, <laughs> we yeah. got along really well, like I like the client yeah. base, like this is this is me. Like this is my thing. And they're just like, No. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's a lot like dating, right? It like, is so like dating. You've been out with a guy and you're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like we live two blocks from each other. We like the same restaurants and our conversation was so great. And then he just doesn't call.
1: And he ghosts you. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. it burns.
0: <laughs> right. And it's like, he's like, nah, I didn't, I didn't see that at all. Right. Like, it'd be right. cool. If we could actually, in both cases, dating and jobs, be like, okay, so... Why didn't you hire me <laughs> mm-hmm. just to kind of see what they saw? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. OK, so the big one is it's about who, you know, all day. <laughs> that is like my number one thing. You know, when I get on my little soapbox is about about getting jobs and being in the, the marketplace, you know, whether you're an employee or a business or a consultant or a freelancer, it doesn't matter. Relationships are everything. And, you know, especially, especially, especially as, you know, women of color, a lot of times, you know, like a name like Nefresha, I face resume discrimination. You know, people may not even bother interviewing me. Really? Yeah, that's a thing. And so, but when you have a relationship with somebody and they can get you in that interview and get you in the door, you know, once i'm in an interview situation you know i'm i do really well but up until that point
0: that sucks yeah yeah i mean i mean yeah i mean i know it's a thing it's just it sucks that
1: it's a thing yeah (laughs) it does it does yeah
0: okay so but i kind of wanted to make that comparison because i'm I'm, i've never been a really big fan of like the whole online dating thing i know a lot of people say that it works but I really feel like the stars have to align to work, like, long term. Yeah. I think a lot of people, they get on, they find somebody, they're like, "I'm oh, this person's cool. I can kick it with them for a couple... A
1: minute. Yeah. 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 But,
0: I mean, actually, like, we got married. We fell in love. You know, I've had some friends that have met and done that. But, like, they're all they in very similar places, right? Mm-hmm. Like never, neither one of them have been married. Neither one of them have children. Mm-hmm. One's a doctor, one's a lawyer. And it's like, well, obviously that's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think for everyone else that kind of has, you know, a normal average life trying to make it fit into somebody else's normal average life doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think a lot of times if you, With a resume, right? Somebody will be like, oh, you know, she doesn't seem like she stays places long. Well, oh, it's because of blah, blah, blah. So you have somebody that kind of has your back. Exactly. When you know somebody. So it's the same way of dating to me when you have somebody that's like, oh, I have this friend and these are the things that I think would be good about you guys. Right. Because those are things that they wouldn't know or see Mm -hmm. unless somebody
1: told them or you had the opportunity
0: to told them, but you don't. Right. Right. So
1: definitely all about who, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) absolutely. And positive, you know, positive relationships, memorable relationships, all of that is so, so, so important in dating and in job hunting.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, mostly because I think it reflects too on how you treat people when, when you are memorable to people and they're willing to talk about you and vouch for you. I mean, it says a lot about who you are.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So should we talk about rejection? I guess we kind of have. (laughs)
1: Yes, but I feel like that was a little bit about the waiting game, right? Yeah. But like actually getting the the letter, the letter or the email. Yeah. Thank you for following up. However, we decided to move forward with someone else.
0: Ooh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) How do you I mean, how do you feel about getting like so? Okay, nowadays, right? Like jobs ghost you in the same way that like. People ghost you. Yes. So, I mean, I, I don't know. That's all. that's always a hard one for me, because on one hand, it's like you don't know this person, like 500 people are applying. Like, can you tell everybody like, OK, yeah, we had a conversation, but I'm I'm good. Right. Right. But or do you owe it to them to be like, hey, you know, I know that we went out or you came in for an interview,
1: but, you know, it's not a good fit. That's tough. As an employer, I personally ain't got time to be coddling people and telling them why I decided not to hire them. Yeah. And similar to dating, right? When I know I'm not interested in a dude, I'm the person that's like, will send the text and be like, yeah, sorry, I'm not interested in getting to know you any further. Yeah. And if they're like, well, why not? I'm like, because I just don't want to. That's, thank you. I'm so happy you said that because that part
0: is brutal. Yeah, I literally don't know why, but told this guy that I don't think we have a lot in common. And he spent a half an hour telling me the things that we did have in common. And it was like, at some point, I just want to hang up the phone, but you're trying to be considerate, right? right? And I think, you know, I don't know. I'm on the fence on that one. Because that whole thing is like, people are always like, well, he should have told me or he should have called or he, why?
1: Yeah. Like, why? Like, why spend more time? telling you that i don't want to talk to you (laughs) right right like i just like to leave it at that i don't want to talk to you no more just as a heads
0: up i'm out you know what i mean yeah but i do get what it must feel like to be on the other
1: side of that it stings it stings and i think you know but at the same time i think one of the things that we could all do better is 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 process rejection Mm. A, a little a little better. Right. Yep. And understanding that A, it's it's not personal. It doesn't mean that you are deficient or lacking in any way. It just means that out of five hundred people, there was somebody that was a better fit. Yeah. You know, you could have been you could have been number two in line for all you know. Yeah. But, you know, and and not only that, it's about like just shooting your shot. You know, kind of like in dating, right? You know, you 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 miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. And the more we get used to shooting our shot and not making it, and being okay with not making it, the easier it is when when the rejection happens. The easier it is to not take it personal.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we'll always take it personal. Yeah, but I think that you know, at some point, we need to learn to put our big girl panties on. Yeah. and just be like, okay, on to the next. Yep. Because I mean, what can you do? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're gonna stress yourself out, stress worrying about it. And there's really nothing you can do about it. So it's like, move on. Yep. Yeah. Keep pushing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So if you already have a job, does it make you feel like you're cheating because you're out there looking?
1: (laughs) I think that in today's society, yes, it does feel like that. But I think... We need to move away from that, you know. Earlier, I had mentioned before we got on for the podcast. I'm like, look, after I've been working somewhere for a year, I am officially a free agent. Word, you know? Yeah. Like, like, I'm. I spent a year there, and if I'm in a position to where I want to s- explore other and better options, then I'm going to do it. And I feel like, you know, we're we're the daughters of people who did that whole, like, get a job right after college and do that, that mess until you're 65 and retire. Right? And that's not the way the world works anymore. At it least really not, in, not in the States, you know, and in, in other parts of the world, that's still a very valid way of being, but it isn't it for us anymore. And so, you know, I think, I, I even saw a, uh, a graphic, I think it was on Instagram, and I thought it was really brilliant where they said, you know, even if you're not looking for another job, you should just as a general practice Go on interviews, yeah, because it keeps your interview skills sharpened, and it keeps your resume updated. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And so that way, if something, because you know, with pandemic, shoot, so many people, right, who had those solid jobs that they thought they would have forever lost their jobs,
0: right? We're not even getting right. And so (laughs) it's
1: like you should always like be ready. Is the point, you know? And and so even if it's just for practice and seeing what else is out there and whatever. I, like I said, after a year, give it a year, give any job a a solid year. And after that.
0: I I really like that you said that. I mean, I don't want to get too deep into the whole relationship thing, but like we kind of were talking about on a different podcast about cheating. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And someone was saying, you know, in a relationship, you always have to be on your toes. You can never take it for granted and get comfortable. And I think that's kind of what we're saying about a job, right? Like, One of the biggest reasons that people will let someone go after years and years is like they just get too familiar. But like, so I get that at your job, but in a relationship, shouldn't you be able to get too familiar? I don't know. Should you be able to like relax and kind of just let your guard down?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, in relationships, you're relaxing, you're letting your guard down, you're being your authentic self. But I think where things start to go south is when you get complacent. Yeah. And I think it's very similar in the working world, right? Like once you get to a point where you are the complacent employee and there's some 22 year old whippersnapper that wants to change the world and thinks working at your company is the way to do it. Well, yeah, what you gonna do?
0: I mean, so basically you're saying when you go take a two hour lunch on your job, it's kind of the same thing as like when instead of wearing lingerie anymore, you're like going to the all you can eat buffet. Right. Right. In the granny panties.
1: Yeah. I get that. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. Here's a good one, which I like, obviously, I don't know why I even didn't think of this in the beginning, but As soon as you, like, get an interview, the first thing you do is Google the company, right? Or you usually probably Google them before
1: you even apply.
0: So I
1: guess it shouldn't be weird that they Google you, too. Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of the Internet, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, social media you know, websites, Googling, all of that stuff. Like, we're all very easy to, to look into. I mean, geez, with a name like Nefricia especially, I really got it <laughs> They know everything about me. They probably could find my social online. If they I'm gonna need it. you to stay you off know? the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah, it is, it is one of those things that I think it's, I really do think it's a benefit. And it just kind of goes to show like, people's disposition, who they are outside of work, you know, me and, you know, I, th- I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. And it's good that we get to look into them too. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the most important thing is that because if they Google you and they pick you, you know, it's legit. Yeah. They seen your shit. Right. <laughs> and they still picked you. Mm-hmm. So that's like, that's where you want to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of sucks when you're like, OK, they saw that picture and they didn't hire me. But it's even better when they saw that picture and they did. Yeah. Because they know what they're getting. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the whole Google thing, it, it it is. It's scary to have to like to put yourself out there and figure out how people are going to interpret, you know, what you bring to the table. But you you bring it. So you got to show it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, those of us of a certain age kind of. I mean, we, I feel like we are. were in this generation where we kind of understood very early on the importance of how we choose to present ourselves in the online space because it is a choice, right? Yep. And, and I think if you're blindsided by that, right, it's kind of like, well, shame on you. You should have known better. You shouldn't have been putting no messy pictures out on the internet. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then wondering yeah, why you're you not getting a about, job. <laughs> you have to think about other people put stuff on out there too That's now. True. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I'm quick to untag myself, though.
0: I mean, OK, so I'm technically kind of on vacation this week. <laughs> and my friend, who has never been to Hollywood before, has been taking pictures of all the crazy people. <laughs> right, right. So, you know, you never know. He might right. go back and post <laughs> these pictures on his Facebook page right. or his instagram page and they may not even know they were they were out there like that i mean hopefully they don't get tagged right but you know i mean nowadays with the whole face recognition software
1: big brother's always watching anyway
0: people i mean people Mm -hmm. will still come up Mm -hmm. so like you may not post it on your stuff but they can recognize you and tag you yeah
1: that's true
0: (laughs) you gotta google yourself Yes, i do regularly (laughs) yeah regularly do you Mm -hmm. i mean i feel like not everything's coming up though i google myself i'm like there's got to be more out there than that (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't if know. You dig deep, but I, I think most employers don't tend to dig that. They ain't got time to dig that deep. You know, let's they're hope. gonna look on the first. Yeah, <laughs> look on the first page. Everything looks good. All right, we good. <laughs> okay. All right.
0: So let's combine the last three. You're always analyzing things. Your hopes are super high, which leads to you being extremely anxious. Mm. I don't feel like you get anxious though.
1: You know, I think we all, you know, we all are prone to anxiety in some way, shape or form, but I think being an employer for so long really helped me to understand that other perspective. So when it was time for me to be the employee again and be a worker bee, it just, it's like, I understand so much about how the other side exists. And so, and I know how much of it is not personal yeah and i think you know that's kind of the key of just really retraining your mind when you, when you are in in positions of like feeling anxious feeling unworthy feeling like gosh i can't get this right you know when am i ever going to get the right job et cetera, et cetera. you know leaning into the fact that it that it isn't personal it's not doesn't mean that you're deficient in any way and you have the opportunity to continue to to better yourself through, you know, hiring coaches and mentors and you know like and I think kind of going about it that way can really help subside anxiety and nervousness and all of that um, cuz you are working on yourself, you're making yourself better and you can show up in a more powerful way.
0: Yeah, but you know, I mean if you're an anxious person, you're just going to be anxious.
1: Yeah, regardless, <laughs> regardless.
0: Yeah. Okay, so the last thing is, this doesn't really have to do with actually looking for a job but kind of like once you're in a relationship or once you have that job, you are constantly wondering, I don't think I do this in relationships, but I know it can happen. But I know this is more so me after I have a job. Are they happy? Mm. If they're not happy, are
1: they going to tell me? Yep. You know, like, how's that going to go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been there and it's something that I um, that I struggle with as well. You know, am I doing a good job? Uh you know, I haven't heard anything about feedback and when do I know? And But one thing I know for sure, and I've seen time and time again, is that much more often than not, when people get fired, they know what's coming. You know, it's it's rare that people are completely blindsided. Usually there's indicators, you know, performance conversations, documentation, you know, HR conversations, all of that type of stuff that... If you're paying attention, you kind of, you know, you kind of can feel it when things. Aren't.
0: Yeah, like I, you know, the documentation when that when that day comes, the writing's on the wall. Right. But right. you know, like the you have a meeting with your boss and you tell them something and they're like, "Hmm, okay," and you're like, "What <laughs> does that mean?" You know,
1: totally, totally.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just you, you're looking for their body language. You're like, I, I don't know if we're connecting the way that we're supposed to. Like, are they happy with me? I mean, I'm doing everything I can. And they're still like, hmm.
1: All right. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think it's, a, it's also one of those things where when you're in a position of leadership, you know, everybody has different leadership styles. Yeah. And for me, it was so much easier for me to be the, "Mm, yeah, okay. And then keep it moving because that helped me to keep my mind right. Yeah. Right. And so a lot of times the simpler I can keep things in my mind, the better I can lead my team. But I think sometimes as employees, you know, we want more validation. We want more, you know, like, how am I doing, you know? And, and I always tell people like, no, I have a difficult time. And, and this is something that I I would love to be a little better at as a leader when that time comes. But, you know, I have a difficult time giving people a gold star or a cookie for things they're just supposed to do. Like Yeah. It's what you're supposed to do. You're doing it. Cool. Like, I don't know what else you want me to say. And that's
0: legit. That's <laughs> yeah. legit. Like, I just, you know, like, every once in a while, keep up the good work. Glad right. you got it done. Right. You know, or something. Yeah. But I think, you know, you just want to feel like. I got a home. Yes, like I'm not gonna come home, and the locks are gonna be changed.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so I mean, I don't know, but I mean that that's hard because you want the opportunity to say if things aren't going well, I can do something else. I can try something else, and if they don't give you that, they're just like, eh, it's not working. And you're like, but you didn't give me a chance to it." Right. So, right? Yeah, it's a tough one. It is, but it is what it is, right? And mm-hmm. and honestly, even though it sucks. Do you really want to be around someone that doesn't communicate
1: and doesn't give you a chance? You know, the giving of the chance piece, I think, (laughs) is is really important. Yeah, I and this is just my own issues, but I love me some autonomy, probably to a fault. So for me, it's like, yeah, if we're not communicating, (laughs) I'm all right with that.
0: (laughs) Oh, how funny. Just as long as stuff's getting done. Right?
1: right, right. That's what you hope. But I know that I am more of the exception and not the rule.
0: Yeah. I mean that's the way it should be nowadays, period. Mm. Just as long as people are getting it done. Right, right. All right. Well, we have to wrap. But um, thank you for talking this through with me. Oh my gosh, this was so
1: fun. I appreciate you having me on. So go ahead and drop your Instagram so people can follow you. So my Instagram is nefricia. I have a, I have a couple actually. So nefricia spelled N is in Nancy, E P is in Paul, H R E S is in Sam, H A. And that's like my personal business account. And then I also am the founder of a couple of communities based around ambitious women of color. So our Instagram is ambitious women of color. <laughs> so that's that. That's how you can find me. And you definitely want to check that out. Yeah, it's a yeah. great community.
0: Okay. So thank you for joining me on another episode of Crazy Random Cool, and I'll be here next week. Bye. Bye.